If you run an e-commerce business, you can relate to the amount of work it takes to produce something great. And of course, you want to optimize your workflow and reduce costs. That's why I want to say a big thank you to our partner, ShipStation, and perhaps introduce you to them as well. If you are not familiar with ShipStation, they've been supporting Cytosol School for years. They have helped so many of our listeners make things much easier, automate their shipping tasks, help them scale their business, and also, this is not a small thing, save thousands on shipping with industry-leading carrier discounts. ShipStation is the innovative tool that helps turn your shipping challenges into opportunities for growth. Go to ShipStation.com and use code HUSTLE to sign up for your free 60-day trial. 60 days free. ShipStation.com. Code HUSTLE. Gourmet Chef Gets Lost in the Sauce. Featuring the Food Truck Fiasco. Hey, what's up? Welcome to Side Hustle School. Chris Gillibo here. Enjoyed working on this episode. It is a Failure Friday segment. Once a week, we look at stories of things that don't go so well, uh, things that are actually, in fact, a mistake, a misstep, a disaster, or, of course, a failure. Now, just like our Throwback Thursday segment, you get to hear directly from a side hustler who has struggled in some way, uh, encountered some obstacles, something has gone wrong, as mentioned, and they're going to tell you this in the form of a short story. Um, I love just hearing from them directly. I just kind of try to set it up. But we also look at what can be learned through the process. Uh, so it's a little bit of you know the story and what can be learned, but also just kind of hoping to encourage people you know, to be comfortable with things going wrong because sometimes that happens. And sometimes also things go right, of course, which is what we usually talk about other days. Um, you know, sometimes some other struggles as well and such. But I just love highlighting how people can get through struggle and get through challenges and, you know, eventually enter the roadmap for success, as we, as we might say. So today we've got this Philly chef. Uh, his name is Derek. And, uh, well, let's just, let's just hear the story from him. Uh, as mentioned, we're calling it the food truck fiasco, uh, or also the gourmet chef getting lost in the sauce. I kind of liked both titles, so we basically used both of them. Uh, I'll be back at the end with a quick wrap up, but here's Derek. I'm a Philly native. And if there's one thing you should know about this city is that the food culture is as much a part of our identity as the Liberty Bell or the Eagles. As a trained chef who'd worked in a couple of center city restaurants, I was no stranger to the gourmet scene. But I always felt something was missing. Like I was serving up decadence in a bubble. That's why I was ecstatic to launch Gourmet on Wheels. I thought I could bridge that gap, take high-end dishes to the streets of the city I love. The day I rode out my food truck, Decked out in sleek modern designs, I felt invincible. I parked in Rittenhouse Square, confident that the fusion of park serenity and urban buzz would be the perfect backdrop for my culinary creations. Crab cakes, truffle fries, the works. In my head, I was already the star of Philly's food blogs and local TV shows. But the city of brotherly love wasn't so loving towards my culinary dreams. Despite the throngs of people walking by, my food truck seemed invisible, a lonely island in a sea of food choices. The sting of each passerby choosing a cheesesteak vendor over my gourmet dishes was crushing. I tried everything, parking near Penn's campus, setting up shop during First Fridays in Old City, 
even trying my luck near the sports complexes in South Philly. But no matter where I went, I couldn't seem to draw a crowd. Each failed attempt felt like a punch to my ego. The cost of gourmet ingredients, permits, and fuel drained me. Not just financially, but emotionally. I remember the day I really faced the truth. Standing there on the Benjamin Franklin Parkway, my truck framed by the city's grandest museums, it struck me. I had curated a menu for an audience that I hadn't properly identified. My dream of adding a gourmet twist to Philly's street food scene had blinded me to what people actually wanted. Something quick, affordable, and filling. That hard realization forced me to take a step back. Passion wasn't enough. I had to consider practicality. I sold gourmet on wheels, taking a painful financial hit. But as they say, when one door closes, another one opens. I took the lessons I learned from those Philly streets and started consulting for other aspiring food entrepreneurs. In doing so, I realized that my true strength lie in helping others avoid the pitfalls I'd stumbled into. Now, I'm back to planning, this time for a pop-up dining experience. The setting? A refurbished industrial loft in Fishtown, where I know the audience will appreciate gourmet. My failed food truck venture was an invaluable lesson, a detour on my Philly food journey. I really believe the best is yet to come. Never confuse a single defeat with a final defeat. Derek, really appreciate the story. Glad to know getting ready for a new experience, a pop-up dining experience, uh, a new attempt. Definitely sounds like you've learned some lessons. The food business is tough. I admire people who have the tenacity and grit to just kind of go through that. Um, And of course, sometimes it can work out, but there are often difficulties along the way. So well done, man. Thanks for sharing the story. Listeners, if you have a question, an update for us about your hustle, sidehustleschool.com slash questions. We are almost at episode 2,500. Uh, This is 2,491. So we've almost made it 2,500 days in a row on the podcast. It's all thanks to you. Thanks for being out there. Thanks for listening. Of course, it's always free wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Chris Gillibo. This is Side Hustle School. From the Onward Project.